0: Welcome to the Paragold Podcast, Spirit Week Edition. This Friday is the Paragold Take Basketball Game, and because this is not only the greatest rivalry in our city, but also in our state, we thought it would be a lot of fun to bring each district superintendent on, along with the high school basketball coaches. Now, as someone who grew up in this city, going to these games, I found these interviews to be a lot of fun, and I hope you will enjoy them as well. Hey, if you're not already on our email list, subscribe today and you're going to automatically receive a chance to win a gift card to Skinny Jays right here in downtown Paragould. If you caught last week's episode with Max Bishop, you know that he said Skinny Jays had the best steaks in the world. That's literally what he said. And so, of course, we recommend the steak, but if that's not your thing, you can use the gift card to pay for any other delicious items on the menu. Now, on to today's episode. Welcome to the Paragold Podcast, Spirit Week edition. I'm joined in person by Green County Tech Boys High School basketball coach Jeff Gio. And on the phone with us today is Paragold High School Boys Coach Jace Watson. Jace, I wanted to start by just asking you how you feeling, man. I know you had been battling COVID. Are you feeling better?
1: Oh, yes, yeah, much better. You know, I, I had a tough time there for a little bit, spent five nights in the hospital. But, uh, yes, I I am feeling so much better. Got a lot of uh, prayers
0: and thoughts sent my way, and I've been blessed and uh, just ready to get back at it now. Excellent. Are you going to be able to coach in the game on Friday night? Yes, that'll be
1: my first game back.
0: All right, man. Well, best of luck to both of you guys. Um, coach Gio. I know you are not originally from Paragold, So I'm curious, how did you get here? Tell us a little bit about your journey, uh, that you traveled that led you to becoming the, the high school coach at GCT. Well, how, you know, how, where, when you say how I got here, how did
2: it all transpire or do, do I go way, way back?
0: Go way, where? go. Yeah. Go way back. Well, and,
2: and, I'm from Chinook, Kansas, uh, home of Ralph Miller. I don't know, if you know who Ralph Miller is, but he's a hall of fame coach. Uh, but uh, I went there and, you know, played athletics, played football, did track for about a – I quit after my sophomore year. My high school basketball coach kept making me run the mile relay. And I <laughs> shut down like I'm the last guy done on this relay team. Got people on the bus yelling at me to hurry up. <laughs> uh, really killed my self-esteem as a young child. But uh, uh, I went on to play basketball at Kansas University. Uh, got a unique background. I went with Ted Owens. Uh, John Calipari was his first year as a graduate assistant Oh wow! At, at Kansas at the time. And, and, uh, he was really, you know, he kept me after practice and, you know, here's a 22 year old guy, uh, work, you know, i I tell, I tell coach Cal all the time that I've got to be the slowest player you've ever coached in your career. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, went there and then Larry Brown came in, Ted Owens, uh, left and Larry Brown came in and, uh Brought in, you know, b- brought in his recruits. And he's like, you know, obviously he didn't think I was good enough. But uh, basically told me that, look, you know, I've, I'm kind of more obligated to my recruits, the guys that I'm mm. bringing in. And so I went to Pittsburgh State, finished up there, uh, was an All-American there my senior my senior year, and went with Jerry Reynolds. Jerry Reynolds just got the job. So I was going to go there. And uh, Jerry Reynolds came from uh, Rockhurst in Kansas City. And... Uh, gonna help him turn that program around and uh, he left after a year to go be the sacramento kings they used to be the kansas city kings and they just moved to sacramento and he had a connection there and he left and you know he apologized he co- you know he's like hey jeff i'm sorry but you know i'm like well hey I, you have to take the job you know so then ken ash came in so i played four years for four different coaches and i learned stuff from all four of well, them say, Man,
0: some good coaches you know. to uh, play under
2: yeah, so you know, you know, Bob Hill was an assistant at Kansas when I was there, and he went on to coach the Spurs. He was actually the, the the last coach before Greg Popovich with the Spurs, which is a great trivia question uh, that no one will get except for me. But yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I've been very fortunate to be under some really good coaches, uh, and you know, basketball athletics growing up. That's why I went to school was to play athletics. You know, and and uh, you know, basketball is basically a been a big part of my life. It's basically all that I know, you know, uh, and uh, just love it. Love being around the kids. Love being involved with the kids, and and um, so that's kind of my. That's how I got into yeah, coaching. Yeah. And uh, but you know, I was coaching at Web City. I was coaching my son at Web City. Just got that. Said I'm going to go back and do high school. I did college for 21 years, and okay. uh, you know, the recruiting, the grind, and yep. that type of stuff is, you know, every job has got its great points and sure and not so good points. Uh, but, uh, I went to go see my brothers in Chanute, son play, uh, baseball. He happened to be over there. So I had and watched him and, uh, we somehow got on talking about, uh, Don Simmons, you know, cause he, my brother played football at Wichita state, Bill Parcells was an assistant mm-hmm. coach there, ironically. And his, uh, sweet mate was Joe Carter. You know, I remember he goes, Hey, remember that name? This guy can play. And then when he hit the Atlanta Braves for my team, <laughs> just back a little then. bit, yeah. yeah. So, uh, anyway, so I'm there watching, you know, watching the game. And, uh, he he helped Don, my brother was uh, did the fourth, third, fourth, fifth, sixth grade. He organized all that and did. My brother's a, a football junkie, just Green Bay through and through. But anyway, as he was talking, he, he goes, you know, I haven't talked to I haven't talked to Coach Simmons in quite a while. He calls him. And he goes, hey, yeah, we're we're uh we got a basketball opening uh here in uh Green County Tech. And then you know, long story short, I came out on the interview. Uh, you know, really, you know, you know, my wife needed a job and uh they were able to work that out. But really, you know, really fell in love with the administration. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, Gene Weeks and Scott mm-hmm. Garrish, I mean you're not getting better than those two guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh they're great. Great, great people. Uh and uh you know, we prayed about it. And felt like this is where the Lord led us, mm. and uh, that's that's pretty much how we got here.
0: That's excellent. How long have you been here now? This is my fifth year. Your fifth year? Yeah, my fifth year. All right, right. excellent. So, Jace, I know you are a local boy. Is that right? Yes, yes. Uh, born and raised in Paragould. That's what I was thinking. When did you know that you wanted to get into coaching, and and how did you? What, what was kind of the road that you traveled to becoming the head coach at Paragould High School?
1: Well, uh, going, going way back in the high school, you know, uh, I went to Crossridge Academy, and um, basically there, basketball was all we had. We didn't have, we didn't have football, and uh, we did have track-off things I, I participated in, but basketball was king, and, uh, you know, I always played growing up. Um, my dad was a coach, uh, and so I've been around the game all my life and uh i just really took to basketball and i uh, ha- had some good coaches through high school You uh, i started out with uh, uh al sturgeon uh when i was in seventh grade and was able to play on the junior high team then and uh then greg Ritchie came in who who uh who's, who's been in the area some now at bb coaching girls he uh he coached me in junior high and uh and then a year of high school, and then Wayne Freer there, my junior and senior year. But uh, I I just always gravitated towards basketball, always enjoyed being around it. And, uh, you know, when I went to college and had to kind of choose what I wanted to do, uh, it it basically came down to, uh, you know, what I want to be around the rest of my life, and Uh, I always wanted to be around basketball, so I decided to go that route. Uh, Straight out of college, I I, I got a job at Swifton. Got really lucky there. Uh, Swifton was in the process of being consolidated with uh, Tuckerman School District into Jackson County schools. and um, I went and uh, interviewed, and they told me, you Know it's a one year and done. Uh, we're, we're shutting the school down after a year, mm. but I needed the job, so I took it. And uh, I don't know how uh, I survived that because looking back, I coached fifth, sixth, seventh, junior high, and senior high basketball Goodness. all at the same time with no assistance, wow. and uh. And I don't really know how that worked, you know, looking back. But, but uh, I know I had a lot of good people there at Swift, and they took care of me so well. Uh, had a Hall of Fame baseball player there in town that would call me, uh, send me cards, send me uh, uh, autograph things, call me anything I needed. Uh, and George Kell, he was a, a great man who took care of of that school and uh, really took care of me while I was there too. Had great admin there and it, it was truly a blessing to be able to be there that year, uh, the final year. It's sad to see some of those smaller schools close down. Uh, everybody was such a tight family. Everybody knew everybody. But I, I really enjoyed that year and I, I was lucky enough that to, uh, Tuckerman took me on and I was able to Help there for uh, uh, the next year and um, stay in it and uh, help helping out with baseball too. And um, then uh, one of my good friends was a head coach here at Paragould High School, Matt McGowan, and uh, Mm -hmm. he was needing a junior high coach. So he he called and asked if I'd be interested in coming, doing his junior high, and and I did. So I moved to Paragould and and uh, started out as junior high head coach. Was there for uh, several years, and uh, then um, coached under. I was junior high coach there, and coached under uh, Jay Robertson. He was he came over and was a head coach for a while. Uh, Eddie Rock one year, and uh, then Ben Lindsey came in. He was hired, and uh, I moved up to be Ben's assistant. Was his assistant for five years and then uh, Ben went, decided to go back home to uh, Magnolia to uh, coach that uh, stud team down there and uh, uh, that left the opening there at Paragould and I was able to, to get on as head coach there so uh, this is my second year as head coach at Paragould but uh, I've been a part of the, the program for several years now.
0: Excellent. Well, there are several questions I want to ask both of you guys, but Coach Gill, I'll start with you. Um, you've been coaching for how many years total now? Uh, oh, 30. Over 30. Over 30 years. I'd love to hear from you what has basketball taught you, whether it's as a player or as a coach. What are some of the lessons as you look back on playing and coaching that you could apply maybe even to life? Well, you
2: got to be tough.
0: I mean, it's
2: not, not everything's not going to go your way, but you got to be tough. You got to be uh uh, a competitor, you know, uh, you got to stay the course, whether during the, the good times, the bad times, uh, you know, you got to put in the work uh, to be successful. And, you know, that's, that's probably the, you know, the, the most, the you know, most important thing with, you know, as players is like, Hey, you know, you can't, that's the great thing about basketball. Cause when you get out there, you know what, your parents can't do anything for you. The government can't do anything for you. Nobody can do anything yeah. for you. It's just you and out there and, and competing and, and you know, it will be, you know, as you get older, as kids get older, that's pretty much where you're going to be. It's just going to be you and, you know, you and the Lord out there yeah. <laughs> playing. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we try to, you know, teach our kids that, you know, hey, be unselfish, be about the team. Yeah. You know, we, you know, we have to educate, you know, parents nationwide on a daily basis. So we got, we've got really good parents that have really uh, bought into the culture that I've tried to bring to tech that, you know, we've got, uh, 12 kids out here on, say on a team, you know, you cheer for the other 11 and let the other 11 cheer for you. If we just Mm -hmm. cheer for our own kid, that's just one set of parents cheering for our own kid. But, you know, uh, when other kids do something, get really excited and get happy for that, for that child, like it's your own. And if everyone's doing that for everybody, you know, uh, that's what we try to you know as a basketball team, play for your teammates. Yes. Uh, put your teammates first. Uh, we, and we you know we try to use a lot of, bi- of biblical principles. You know, with our with our kids. You know, Jesus didn't come down here for him. Hmm. He came down for you, hmm. and he sacrificed for the for you guys. Hmm. And that's how he wants you to play. You sacrifice for your teammates. And, uh, you know, we get kids that get a charge and sacrifice their bodies for a charge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We want everyone excited and happy for that. And, and you know, we're all selfish by nature. I'm selfish, you're selfish, we're all selfish sure, by nature. Sure. And, you know, we got to fight that on a day-to-day uh, basis and, uh, you know, make sure that you care just as much about your teammates as you do yourself. And those are lessons that you take out into the world and, 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 and with people and, you know, I'm really proud of our team. You know, we had a, uh, you know, Christmas, each class gets a child. Um, I, can't, it's, I can't remember what they call it, but mm. they go out and get presents for kids that are unfortunate, kids that, that, that don't, uh, aren't nearly as fortunate as what our kids that we have in our program, and they get a list. And our kids go above and beyond these kids. I couldn't believe all the stuff that they bought f- that were on the list, but mm. went above and beyond that. And uh, you know that's to me far more important than winning a than winning a basketball game. You know, I was I was, as far as this year, that was probably the most proudest I've ever been, of our team. But those are the things that we try to teach. You know, sometimes it takes, sometimes it doesn't take. Mm-hmm. You know, I tell parents, hey, listen, you know, when I'm telling your kid to do something on the basketball court, this probably ain't the third or fourth or fifth time that I'm telling them. <laughs> this is probably the eighth or ninth. Now, yeah. if you tell your kid to go in there and clean his room and you know about the eighth time or fifth time you're telling that <laughs> Tony
0: totally your voice, gonna your change voice a little is bit. probably going to change <laughs> a little bit so
2: you know if you see me over there getting a little excited telling your kid to do something just bank on it this is probably the seventh time that <laughs> I'm telling this kid to uh to do something but uh you know uh yeah you know, that's kind of the culture we you know that we want to teach here and that's kind of what I was taught hey you know it's got to be about the team and, hey, that sounds nice and that sounds neat, but it's really hard to do on a day to day basis. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, you know, keeping keeping our egos in check uh, is very, very important for, uh, you know, as we go through life, but
0: especially when we play on a
1: basketball team.
0: Yeah. Jace, anything you would add to that or even just affirm as uh, as you listen to oh, Coach Gill? Yeah, no, I think Coach Gill hit
1: it on the head with, uh, you know, especially the, the selfishness we have today. We're all we're selfish uh, people. Men are selfish. You know, mankind is selfish. And with all the social media, news, everything, everything's put out there, and uh, it's real easy to get caught up in, in that. And one of the things we try to uh, to Pushing our program as well it is to take away that selfishness. Play for your teammates. Mm. Care for your teammates. You know, don't want to let them down. Do it for your teammates. And uh, that, that's not always an easy thing to do, uh, especially when uh, maybe some of your teammates are taking playing time from you. Mm. But uh, uh, that's the competitive nature you got to have. And, uh, you know, and whether you're out there or not, we're all in this together. Yeah. Uh, every night and uh, I just hope you know I, I tell my kids all the time uh, there's winners and losers at life yeah. and the winners are the ones that decide to do something with their life the losers will just uh, sit back and, and complain and, and make excuses yeah. uh, and, and instead of doing that we're all going to be built tough hands some of them will be tougher than others but uh, what I hope as these kids leave our program, they learn how to compete and fight in life to, to be successful in life and to get what they want in life. Hmm.
0: You talked about losses, Jace. I'd love to hear from both of you on this. Um, how do you guys personally deal with loss? I, I know that you can, as a coach, do everything right as far as the planning, preparation, practices can look good, all that. You get on the court and you steal. Maybe even you're supposed to win on paper, but you lose. Um how do you, how have y'all learned how to deal with a loss? Whoever wants to yeah. go first. Well,
1: I, I, I'll go first. Yeah, i can go first. Coach, um, you know, losses are, are the the hardest thing for most of us coaches because we're so competitive. And uh, uh, I can tell you, early on in my career, I didn't I had many many sleepless nights mm-hmm, after losses, mm-hmm. and just going back thinking over ways to to prevent it. And thing as I've matured a little bit, I I won't say I haven't lost sleep because I still do lose sleep over it. But but I've I've learned to to channel a little bit and realize, hey, it it is just the game, and uh, there will be another game. And um, Mm -hmm. the key is that we can go back and look at a loss and and make it productive, even though it's a Mm -hmm. loss, and and find our mistakes and uh, correct our mistakes because. As I said in life, I mean, that's what these kids need to learn to do. You know, they're going to make mistakes in life, and, absolutely. And you, you could just dwell on the, the mistakes, or you can go back and look at the mistakes you made and make corrections and learn how to prevent those mistakes from happening again.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Would you add anything to that, Coach Hill?
2: For you, I don't handle losses very good. I never have, okay. and it probably never will. Uh, I just I try to I try to handle them, but you know, we've had like let's say we just played Marion. Mm-hmm. They, I've been, I'm I've been super proud of the guys. We missed some shots that we normally hit, uh, but you know we played the right way. We moved the ball. We got what we wanted to. You know we defended, and it just wasn't our night. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know I was really proud of those guys. And we've had games where we've won. Uh, you know this year that are very uh, not not happy with the way mm-hmm. our kids played, how we approached it, how we prepared, how we got ready to play. Uh, and I think, you know, as far as, we, you know, with, with coach there, uh, you know, that like he said, uh, you know, it's, you, you're basically given a winning effort or a losing effort. Yeah. And we just really want to focus in on the effort. Yes. There's going to be yeah. some nights that, you know, our, you know, our backs are against the wall, you know. Uh, but we want to give a winning effort every time we go out there, You know, you know, and you can win a game and actually give a losing effort. You're just superior than that team and, You just happen to win, and Mm. I think when uh, you know, if your core values effort, I think you can't let the the scoreboard, the Mm. the final score, dictate how you know whether you know how proud you are of the team or how upset you are with the team. You know, with that being said, you know we are being judged whether we win or lose games. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like hey, you know, you know there's some people that hey we just don't have the talent, we don't have this, we don't have that, but we got to blame somebody. Somebody's going to jail, you know. You know, it's like national treasure. <laughs> someone's going to jail. You know, but yep. uh, so, someone's going to get the blame sure. for the loss. And uh, you know, that's you know, they say when you get into coaching, if you care what people think about you, don't go oh, into coaching. Man. You know, <laughs> don't go into coaching. And uh, so, you know, winning and losing, you know, it's important. But you know, as a coach, it's about the winning effort. You know, you look at look at Ben. You know Ben was there, like you know, did wanna I I don't think he won a conference game last year, or not the year, the year before he left. Right. And he goes we did. Now he's a state champ. Now he's a genius. The guy's That's an crazy. absolute genius. The you players know, helped make that. Uh, well, like Tom Brady, does that ring a bell? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, did, did the, are the Patriots in the playoffs? Uh no. There's a Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, man. Yeah, they are. So. Uh, you know, now all of a sudden Bill Belichick got real stupid this year. He's not very good coach.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. You got to have players. You know, we, we had a guy that, uh, uh, my advisor, he became the president of Pittsburgh state, but you know, I was young and dumb and, you know, he goes, Hey, it's 80% talent, 20% coaching." I'm like, Oh no. Hey, if you can coach coach, you gotta, you know, he, had, he, yeah, you know, man. he probably, I mean, he probably walked away from me and went, Gio, you're an idiot. I mean, you think you know everything. <laughs> it only took me one year coaching to go, that guy's a genius, <laughs> you know? So coaching's, coaching's grossly overrated, you know, in my personal opinion. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, cause there's a lot of good coaches out there that are, you know, they're that, that teaching the game and, and uh, doing the best they can with what they got. It's a matter of getting kids to to buy into the team concept, uh, going the extra mile, and so forth and so on. But uh, you know they do. You know they. You do get. You get. You get as a coach. You get judged on whether you're winning or whether you're losing. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know. But you got to just. You got to realize. Hey, there's only so much you can do as a coach. I remember Dale Skank came over there. Last year he was the AD for the first year, and we're uh, getting ready to play. You know, I'm old. He's old. I'm like, you know, and they're doing the introductions. I'm like, Del, how, how many times did you get up in the middle of the night and go pee? Now you're getting up there, age. <laughs> <laughs> he's going, hey, Don't you got to get? I said, my work's done, Coach. I've, I, it, you know, we've we've gone over the game plan. Yeah, yeah. we've, you uh, we know, we meet. That's the other thing with basketball coaching. It's has always driven me nuts. We meet before the game. We go out and warm up. You know, in college, you'd come back and you'd meet again and you'd talk again. Then you'd go out there and do the introductions and we sit and talk before the introductions. Yeah. Then after the after the introductions, we come back and meet again. we meet all the time. I'm not smart. I don't know what to tell these guys. <laughs> just making something <laughs> up. You know, I'm not, yeah. I don't know what to, I mean, yeah. it's like we meet and meet and meet and, you know, it's kind of like with, you know, uh, you know, through high school team, you know, just stay out there we'll do warm-ups we've met, but Usually, when, when game time comes, our work is done. You make maybe some adjustments here and there. You get in foul trouble. They get in foul trouble. Uh, you know this defense ain't working. Let's tra- you know you, you got some that you're gonna do, but for the most part, the teaching and the coaching is done long before sure. the game, and uh, then the kids just got to go out there and execute it. And sure. and you know I you know me personally you know the coaching the toughest part about coaching is pushing these kids. To be the best they can yeah. be, yeah. but not over push them, but not under push them. Find that happy medium. And then when I was, you know, you know did you know did college at a higher level. Your preparation is, you know, was different. Your you got a much more motivated kid, and so forth and so on. He's being, you know, he's getting paid to play. You know, he's basically a professional. We're paying everything for him. Uh, they're a little bit hungrier. We're in when we're high school, you can't you if you give them too much information. You know, it's kind of like a bad computer. They got to kick some of that stuff out to get that stuff in. So you don't want to over coach, and you can over coach uh, quite a bit. So, and you can under coach. So it's a fine line. Yeah, there's just a fine line that you've got to, and that that comes with reading your team. And and uh, you know, there's some games that I walked away. Hey, I probably gave them too much information. Uh, So, but there's a fine line making sure that they're ready to play at the same time they're not too ready to play so to speak because it is just a game and we want them all to have a really good experience but that winning stuff is a much better experience yeah it's a lot of fun man
0: yeah I like the idea of praising the effort you know I've got a I've got three kids my middle son plays soccer and I've told him I said you're never going to be the fastest you're never gonna be the most athletic but if you'll work hard and you'll just run to the ball and get there and hustle like good things are going to happen and that's been his story so far i think that's so much of life of like man if you'll put in the effort put in the hard work and there's some grit some tenacity like good things are going to happen like it's going to come your way Uh, i'm interested in hearing from you guys uh how do you deal with the criticism so how many how many players are on your team by the way we have 19 you have 19 Uh, i
1: have 15
0: okay so jace you have 15 those are that's some mama's baby boy 15 baby boys and you got 19. I know y'all have to deal with some criticism. And they all should be starting. too. They should all be starting, man. Yes, they should. And here's the reasons why. How do y'all personally deal with the criticism? You want me
2: to go first? Go for it. Sure. You can go first. Well, I've never been criticized, so uh, no, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, you almost made me spit my water out. You know, you you know, parents are parents, you know, they're, they're parents and they're going to be parents. And that's just, part of being a parent you know you've got you know you've got the good you got the parent that hey little johnny can't do anything wrong you know in every everything he does is awesome it's great of hey, course look, sure. look what he can do and that then you've got the, the the parent that you know uh the josh butlers of the world that their kid can't do anything right saying you know yeah. you know not just josh he's not gonna play a perfect game yeah, yeah. i know you want him to and but I'd rather have the Josh Butlers of the world because yeah. that kid was tough. You know, you can you, we can talk about uh, his skill level and this and that, but that kid was mentally tough.
0: Mm. Absolutely, be-
2: because it was taught to him by his dad and his mm. parents about hey, not making excuses for him, uh, being de- uh, you know demanding of him and, and so forth and so on. But parents are parents, and uh, they all want to be good parents. Sure, but uh, they are parents, but. You have to, you know, I had my, my oldest son went to Utah and played for Jim Boylan. Jim Boylan just got let go from the Chicago Bulls. But he went to Utah and played. And when he was in high school, and I was coaching at Southwest Baptist University, and we were winning titles. And, you know, I've coached five i I've coached five guys that have gone on to play in the NBA. And uh, that makes you a good coach, by the way. It sure you know, it does. I looks really good to go to the coaching resume, those yeah. guys. Yeah. Uh, not to throw that out there, but. When my son played high school ball, I never talked high school basketball with him. If he asked me a question or brought it up, then we would talk. But his coach was his coach, and he needed one voice to hear, mm-hmm. and it wasn't mine.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, God made him your coach, not me. But if he asked me a question or if Now, if he wasn't hustling and he wasn't putting out maximum effort or if I thought he had an attitude or this or that, that's a whole other story. You know, I would crawl all over him. Um, you know, and I try to tell our parents, Hey, I'm going to coach your son just like I'd coach my son. Mm. Ooh, that may not be good. (laughs) (laughs) That may not be good. But you know, if the effort, if I thought my, my son wasn't playing hard, uh, or had an attitude or something like that, then I would address that issue. Sure. And I've had to address that issue, you know, a time or two with all three of my kids, my daughter, uh, You know, she was the toughest out of the bunch. You know, she had won a state title. Uh, She was a she was a solid player. You know, nothing nothing great. You know, she went on to college to play tennis. Okay,
0: that's the best sport in the world, by the way. You know,
2: (laughs) it is a fun sport, but uh, you know, once again, that 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 part of it, you know, from you know, far as from from a parent, you want to be a parent, but you know, your kid. I know you want to help your kid in effortness and, and that, but the coach is going to probably coach and allow that allow that to be done. Uh, is there going to be some criticism? You know, it, you know, the only way you're going to keep all these parents happy is if you start all your kids and they play them every minute and they get to take every shot. Yeah. You know, uh, usual. I mean, it's just it's just tough. And the that tough ain't thing about happen. coaching, we got to make a decision. Only so many guys are going to play and be able to get into the flow. We wish we could play them all. We wish they were all great players. Of course. Uh, so that's the that's the toughest part of it, you know. Uh, you know, there is. A, you know, and I'm sure the, the thing with with coach here, uh, also is you know, you you want the gym open, I open the gym. We'll go the extra mile, try to help your kid all we can. But at the end of the day, we're playing the best players. Sure. The guys that we feel like give us the best chance to win. Uh, so that's, you know, that's that's the toughest part. Then, you know, we've got, to, you know, as the kids come through, we have cuts and we make cuts. And that's the toughest part about coaching. Mm. Nobody wants to cut a kid, but there's only so many people we can keep. There's only so much room on the court, you know, to, you know, there's only so many yeah, baskets. Yeah. There's just so much time. So, uh, you know, I would say in coaching, you know, the cutting the kids is the toughest. You know, every coach hates Hates to do that. Hmm. Uh, that's probably the toughest. And then the criticism from the parents, because everyone, hey, wants to be liked. They want to be, uh, you know, no one wants to be hated. You sure. know, parents come down on you. And, and sure. You know, why my kid? Ke- you know. Yeah. That, nobody enjoys that. No, it's that that aspect of it is is miserable. Uh, you know, but that's you know that's what you sign up for. That's part of the job, and you do the best you can. You know, I know when Coach Robbins was here one year, as my assistant when he first got over here, and we were trying to get this thing going. Uh, I said, Coach, all we can do is we can coach them the best we can, and we can love these kids. And what people say about us is on them. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's all we that's all we can do. And and uh, you know, coaches are human; they make mistakes. Yeah. Uh, you know, we get you know, that's the other thing about you know we really care about our our kids, and we get. Emotionally involved in games, and if we sure. feel like our kids are getting cheated or this or that, uh, you know, that can really upset us. But yeah. you know, there's you know people people don't realize how much you know coaches really care about their kids and how all that stuff affects them. Uh, hmm. But uh, you know, when you get you know, we've had we, we had outstanding uh, you know parents last year, uh, to say the least. But you know, you know we've got some parents will anonymously we don't know who who give you know will give us a uh, hundred dollar gift certificate we have no idea what parent gave us that
0: mm-hmm.
2: nor do we want to know mm-hmm. you know but you know because they know what you know you know they you know coaching high school ball ain't easy
0: yeah
2: it ain't easy you know it's uh you know it's you're going to take your shots from time to time from this direction and that direction but uh you know it's it's you know it's part of it but you know kids you know i you know, we have the banquets at the end of the year and so forth and so on. And, you know, you play your last game and, you know, the kids, you know, you're hugging, you're crying yeah. because of all the uh, time that you've spent together yeah, yeah, and all the stuff that you've gone through, the good and the bad. Uh, and and those those moments are what make you keep going. And, and you know, getting letters from kids five mm-hmm. years, ten years down the line, hey, coach, yeah. blah, 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 really appreciate it. uh. You know, because yeah, at some special. at some point they understand uh, why we do what we do or why we're trying to do it, yeah. and
0: uh, those those are those are better than any victory you can get. That's right. Coach Watson. You ever faced? Yeah. Crit- You've been criticized before. <laughs>
2: Just once or twice. No, we're not. We're not. We're not, we're not talking from your wife. We're talking. No. <laughs> we're talking. We're talking parents here. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, once or twice. Yeah, right. You're married, right?
1: <laughs> no, yeah. I'm single, so I don't. I don't get. Criticism, oh right. wow, lucky you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, man, how do you deal with the criticism?
1: All right. Well, you know, um, it, it's like Coach Gill said. You you don't get in this job if you. you it, if you're not prepared to handle some criticism, I mean, it just comes with it. Uh, emotions run deep in in sports, and uh, especially in this area with basketball and things, people get caught up, and uh, and you, you you get criticism, and and sometimes you know it, it hurts a little more than others. Uh, but I, I think Coach Gill said it best, and you know, the, the key is is. We're we're going to do everything we can to help these kids be successful. We want these kids to be successful. Uh, Believe it or not, coaches don't have agendas or personal agendas against anybody. We we're going to try to find the kids that that give us the best chance to win and try to put them in a winning situation. And uh, it doesn't always work out that way. And probably sometimes I need a little criticism to, to uh, you know, go back and look. Say, well, maybe I need to readjust mm-hmm. a little bit. But uh, one one thing I talked to my assistants about, you know, and we talk all the time after games, uh, uh, you know, before practice, after practice, is you know what can we do better? What what where where can we make this? Uh, where can we give these kids an advantage? And uh, uh, we look at those things and and, I, and I'll say this, uh, our parents have, have been very supportive of us and I think they understand they, they understand what we're trying to do. Uh, their kids understand we do care about them as coach Gi so we're family. Uh, it's a family. We, we spend a lot of time together uh, in the gym and on, on the bus traveling. Uh, you know, uh, all summer long, didn't get to spend as much time as past summers with I, but we spend a lot of time and it, it's family and, and, uh, you know, I have, I have kids text me all the time, former players, uh, different things. They show up to games, show support, you know, and, uh, uh that's what it's all about. It's all about developing those relationships and, and, and the family. And I think for the most part, when, when parents can get the emotion out, they understand that. and They understand that their, their kids uh, appreciate being a part of that. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they want to see them successful, but we do too. Yeah. And uh, so, so you really got to compartmentalize and realize if you're doing your best effort, that's all you can do. And, uh, but, but there's always room for improvement. So, uh, it, I don't think you're justifying yourself unless you go back and really evaluate and, uh, and judge yourself on, on the job you're doing and, uh, and just keep making adjustments. That's what we tell the kids to do. So, uh, if hmm. we're going to tell the kids to do it. We should be able to do it too. Yeah,
0: practice uh, on the well,
1: That's right. And, uh, and I and I, and I'm honest with my kids and I'll tell them you know maybe maybe got, maybe we we shouldn't have maybe that I'll take the uh, strategy on that one I, I probably messed up on that one well we'll go in with a different game plan next time mm-hmm. and uh, and I'll be honest with them and, and tell them I really thought that was the best way we weren't able to execute that plan so maybe I asked for a little more than what we could do mm-hmm. and so uh, we'll, we'll go back to the drawing board and and I just think you know, the more honesty and the more open communication you have, the the better understanding everybody has as a whole. And uh, it's important not to, especially right after a game or something like that, where emotion pie not to to uh, to react real soon. And because I know a lot of times that's when people might, you might get the most criticism, and you can't you can't take that criticism too too much. You just got to let that one go, and then as the next day goes through, then you can think back of the game and then have some honest conversations with people. And I've had often this conversation with parents, and and parents have asked for explanations on a few things, and I've told them once it, you know you explain it. They they start to see it, and they're like, I, I understand where you're coming from. So uh, I, I think for the most part, everybody kind of kind of gets it. But sometimes we get a little too emotional, and as coaches, we do too.
0: Yeah, when I hear you guys talk, I thought of the uh, quote from Tom Landry. who used to coach for the Dallas Cowboys, and he said, it's the job of a coach to get a player to do what they don't want to do in order to become the player they want to become. Or I think even in y'all's case, not even just a player, but just the man that they want to become, Would y'all agree with yeah. that. I mean, it seems like there's an element to where as a coach, you're going to, you know, in a, in some ways inflict some pain, whether it's running drills or whatever else, right. That they don't necessarily, they're going to go through some things they don't want to go through, but the product when they come out of that, that's what I think causes those players to text you later or write the letter, right. Like, Hey coach. Right. And, and the, they're very appreciative. Yeah. It seems like of that.
1: Yeah. yeah you, you know, you know, you think about, uh, people say we treat everybody the same well no you don't treat everybody the same because different people respond different ways they can handle different things and you know as a coach it's it's our job to to know what buttons we can push I know certain kids I really can get after and they're going to really pick it up that's Mm -hmm. what they need they need Mm -hmm. somebody to yell at them to inspire them to get them going I know other players if you get on them hard, they shut down, mm-hmm. and uh, you got to know your players and know which buttons to push, and know when you can push them, and know how to get the best effort out of them. And in uh, some of sometimes that's difficult as a coach and frustrating, but uh, I mean that's just part of, part of coaching. And and you know, uh, two, you can help kids grow and, and learn how to become be able to handle adversity a little more Mm -hmm. but I I think that's as big a job of coaching as anything is reading your players and knowing how to get the best out of them and uh, that's, that's the key to coaching
0: so this Friday is the big game it's I think one of if not the biggest rivalries in high school sports in Arkansas um what does a game like this mean to you guys? We'll start with you, Coach Gio. What does it What does it mean to you and your players? Because I know, like, when I was growing up, I was at Paragould, and it's like, you know, if you're only going to win one game a year, like, yeah, well, you want to make sure you win that game. You yeah. know, if
2: you want people in town to like you, you might want to <laughs> yeah. win that game. Yeah, man, it's <laughs> a, you know, that's pretty important, whether it be football or whatever. Uh, but it means a lot to our, our parents. means a lot to our kids, which which makes it exciting for everybody. Uh, you know, I know that you're speaking, you know, it's usually the last game on the schedule to playoffs for uh, football. And I think even basketball, uh, you know, which always kind of keeps that, that, you know, you've got that goal in mind. Hey, well, it doesn't that's matter what, what's going on. We can win this game, you know, <laughs> ring a ding ding, you know, uh, you know, uh, which is great, which is great. Uh, uh, for school spirit it's great for the community it's great for you know the programs uh you know the coaches and you know everybody involved you know they gotta you know they gotta get that bell you know i'm like when i first got here i'm like the bell you're talking about the bell you guys when the bell rings you guys get mad because you got to go to class you know you know, you're out. you know we're out here trying to get a bell uh but you know i you know i just think it's you know it's a, It's all about the environment. The environment sets the stage. You know, you go to that basketball game, and you know, you're over there playing at Paragon. The you know, the place is one person in that gym. It's a loud gym. You yeah, know? You put, it's you a great put, gym. You put a thousand idiots in there. It's loud. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'd be one of the thousand in there. But you know, it's just it's just the environment. You know, the you know, the environment. Any environment where people are cheering and going nuts. I mean, that's uh, that's just an awesome experience, win, lose, or draw, you know. So, uh, you know, I just think it's, you know, far as that atmosphere for that game, uh, you know, it's got to be as good as any in
0: the state, I would think. Yeah. Coach but Walton, that, you agree with that?
1: Oh, yeah, I, absolutely. I, I think Coach Gale you knows the environment. How many – I mean, these kids get to play in front of uh, a big crowd packed in motion. Tie. I mean, there's, it, it's just – it's a lot of fun, and you, you don't get that, you know, in most places. You know, they go and play. Yeah, it's fun. They may have a decent crowd, but you don't have that many people packed in. Smaller. I mean, Coach Gill can probably uh, speak a little more on the college level, but I know when I was in college and traveled around watching basketball, you don't even get that, that much in a, in a college level, much less a high school level. Uh, and uh, it's a special, special thing, and uh, it, it's a lot of fun to be a part of. And these kids get to be a part of something that they'll never forget. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's an experience that, that not a lot of people get to ever experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you know, so it's, it's, it's rewarding for our kids and, and exciting, and, and uh, it's a lot of fun to be a part of. Yeah, you know, that game
2: is, you know, you, you play that game, and uh, you know other games you know guy hits a you know first shot of the game boom ah, i mean people are going nuts oh there yeah this is the first shot of the game yeah, yeah. uh you might <laughs> the you house can, comes down you know, you're going you know we play other games The first shot of the game hey okay yeah you know so forth but you know even from the kind of the first shot on people are you know they are they're wanting to go crazy they're wanting to get excited uh so you know that aspect of it is is great for the kids uh you know, kids, you know, kids can, uh, kids can ask and say, coach, I didn't hear you. And uh, you actually believe them. I got some kids, coach, I didn't, I didn't hear you tell me to, to, uh, to run that play. Oh, so you just thought you just jack one up. From the top of the <laughs> <You know? laughs> I didn't hear the play, but you know, I figured I'm going to juice this thing. <laughs> regardless, you know, uh, you know, that's, that's funny. You were talking about parents. You're talking about funny stories. I heard a Trey Harding, Trey Harding's, yeah. uh, he's a, uh, Classic. He comes over. He's frustrated. You know, I think they just got done playing Nettleton. I'm going to tell my girls, anytime you hear your parents holler, shoot, I don't care where you're at. You just shoot the ball. (laughs) You fire that thing up. And then when people are going, that's a stupid shot. Well, exactly. You know. (laughs) Shoot the ball. You know, it's, it's fun. I mean, it's, you know, it's coaches we shoot the ball, we don't get the rebound. We're going to holler, we're going to stand up and holler rebound like the kids don't know. Yeah, yeah, but Oh, to thanks rebound. coach, I forgot. Yeah. You know, guy throws the yeah. ball and hits the baby on the fourth <laughs> row. <road>. You know, <laughs> hits his child on the third row. Hey, make good passes, you know. Yeah, oh, oh thank you. Thanks yeah. coach, yeah, make good passes. Yeah. Yeah, I, just, I don't know if
0: I told you guys this or not, but, uh, Make your free throws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you like know. the pitcher it's on the mound and everyone's saying, just those strikes, those <laughs> strikes now. It's like, yeah. thanks, everybody. And, <laughs> and you're going to do that. You're
2: going you're gonna to do that in sports. I mean, that's the crazy thing about it. I know that. You And I'm going to do that next game. I'm going to holler rebound. I'm going to holler, you know, make good passes when the ball, you know, knocks out a cheerleader, you know. <laughs> uh, I told one kid, I said, hey, you know, I was like, look, we're gonna to have to move the cheerleaders. I'm I'm worried about the safety of our cheerleaders with these passes you're making. Oh, <laughs> uh, real funny, coach. <laughs> you know. Uh,
1: uh,
2: but so you got to, you know, you know, it's a great atmosphere and guys are excited. But you, you know, there's bi- you got to keep the balance in that. You know, you've, you you got to be able to laugh at yourself also at the same time as you're as you're competing uh, through it all. But you know. Great, great atmosphere. Uh, you know, our, our kids, you know, I keep telling our guys, saying we got West Memphis Tuesday, okay? So not Paragol, but West Memphis is our next game. So kids kids are excited. They like the environment. It's unfortunate the girls team doesn't get to play because of the COVID uh, situation. But, you know, I tell our kids all the time with this COVID, said, hey, play every game like it's your last game because mm-hmm. it could be your last definitely. game. Yeah, definitely. You know? Because you just don't know, you just don't know what's going to happen, and you know we're not even guaranteed this, the Paragol game Friday. Sure, you know something could happen between now and then, uh, but you know this. I guess one good positive thing is when we say, "Hey, this could be your last game," they actually start to listen a little bit
0: more. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is totally unscripted, by the way. Um, this will be the last question. I just want to ask you guys any message that you have for the other coach so coach watson for coach guillo or coach guillo for coach watson anything you want to say before the game
1: oh um, just uh i've enjoyed uh, the last couple years here coaching the league with you respect you a lot uh what you're doing over there tech you've done a great job uh you know we we've kind of been dealt a tough hand with these conferences but uh mm. Uh, you've you had some great team teams last year and then, and then again this year and uh you know uh wish you best of luck and uh win or lose Friday you know uh I'm glad we're getting to play and and uh and I, I can tell you that that uh watching your kids play you do an excellent job at getting your kids prepared and, and uh and mm. And uh nothing but respect for me.
2: Well, I appreciate it coach. and you know you know same thing on on my end ever since I've been here to Paragol, you've uh, been super friendly, uh, very helpful anytime with with game tape, uh, preparing for teams and you know we're kind of in the same boat here we're you know we're in a conference that you know I've, I've always said this, but you know football's not in this conference for a reason no because it's not healthy. You know, right. if they had to if they had to play the teams that we were playing, it's just not it's not a knock on football, but it's just the factor of the matter that you know we sh- we shouldn't be in. I mean, you know, we've got schools that got two and three junior highs and so forth and so on. But wow. you know, yep. you 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 uh, play the the hand that you've been dealt, and uh, you know it is it is what it is, and you know that goes for. You know all the other sports. You know all the other sports are in this conference except for football's not. Uh, And uh, you know I just me personally don't agree with it. Yeah. Uh, uh, You know, but anyway, but you know I I, you know appreciate that everything you've done. Obviously, you know we've got to prepare our butts off when we play you. And you know there's no bad coaches in this conference. Mm. I mean there's you know say ah you you know guys say well you know you can out coach him. But you stop all that nonsense. All these guys can coach. Hmm. You know. And the guys that got the really good players, they can really coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they look really good, don't <laughs> they? are they're really they're really good, you know. I mean West Memphis was pretty nice last year when they had Chris Moore. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, he was. Uh, I I think we held him to like six dunks. So I thought we guarded. Him. But, <laughs> you know, I said, Hey, anybody I haven't got dunked on yet? Oh, I haven't coached. All right, check in. Get in there. <laughs> you know, I, we had to decide if he wanted to get that guy's autograph before or after the game. But. Anybody gonna, right. Anybody gonna be dunking for
0: y'all on Friday, Paragord Tech? Well, if you bring out some donuts
2: and milk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, I I can only speak for my team. I mean, he, he might have some guys <laughs> yeah. dunk, but. Uh, we're not going to get any technicals dunking in warm-ups,
1: Okay, <laughs> we we won't either. It, it, it won't be a, a dunk fest. It'll be probably the lowest dunk count uh, game of, of our season.
2: But you know what? The kids are going to come out and play hard. Right. They're, on. Going to, to they're going to bust their butt, and we do know this. Whoever wins, there's going to be kids that are going to go on social media, oh, yeah. and you know, I'm sure we have already got. You know, we got to get out, that out there. You know, hey we got to try to rub it in this guy's nose. Totally. Gotta, yeah. All yeah, these man. guys know here each other in town.
0: And, yeah, man. That's why you want to win because you're going to see that guy at Walmart the next yeah. day. Well, then you're
2: going to see him at Walmart, yeah. but, you know, hey, five, ten years down the road, yeah. you know, yeah. You think that's – but you know what? Last time I played you, <laughs> I had two points and <laughs> two rebounds. I would have had ten, <laughs> but Coach screwed me over took me out the game. <laughs>
0: If he just hey, would well, have listened to my you. mom. What's that? If he just would have listened to mom, I would have been
2: playing more, right? Was it? Yeah, hey, I should have, you know, he just, the coach held me back, man. But you
0: know, <laughs> we still beat you. It's yeah. Uncle Rio and uh, Napoleon Dynamite, man. If coach would have put me in state, yeah, we'd have been state champs. We would have won that <laughs> yeah, game. Yeah, that's right, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's,
1: what,
2: that's what, hey, yeah. that's the story I'm going with with all my, hey, when I was at Kansas, we would have won a national title. was out right there, but
0: coach was too done to put me yeah, in. Yeah, he and, was, man. Yeah, you know, he didn't I mean, know what was going, yeah. That's great, man. Well, I, I want to wish uh, both of you guys the best of luck on Friday and for your, your season. Um, it really has been a, a joy having you all on. So thank you so much, Coach Gio and and Coach Watson. Hope we can do it again sometime. I uh, appreciate That's it. Absolutely. Thank you. So that was Coach Gio and Coach Watson. Uh, one thing I really liked about these men is, though they love to win, um, more than that, it seems like they love – for their players to learn important lessons not just in winning but even in losing that will help them um, in the future not just become a better player but a better individual overall so uh, like the girls coaches from tech and Paragold, um i just walked away from this feeling really blessed that we have um, the basketball coaches that we have in our city so thanks again to the coaches for coming on and thanks to you, um, at at home, wherever you are listening to this podcast, as always, if you have not um, already found our website, be sure and get on there. It's www.pararoidpodcast.com. We're also on all the social media platforms. So, um, you can go and find us there if you would like to do so until next time.